Welcome to this WDAV Dispatch from Spoleto, presented by WDAV Classical Public Radio and powered by Ortho Carolina. Welcome to the WDAV Dispatch from Spoleto, our series of reviews, previews, and interviews from the nation's premier arts festival. I'm Frank Dominguez, and my guest is Nigel Redden, General Director of the Spoleto Festival USA since 1995, and his association with the festival goes back even further than that. I'm tasking him with giving us a brief newcomer's overview of the festival. Nigel, thank you for speaking with me today. It's a real pleasure, and in fact, it's such an interesting question because I've been involved so long. It, 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 it is somehow difficult for me to think of it freshly, but every year I do try to do that in the sense of putting together a program that is going to be different from uh, what it was the year before. Certainly, what I think a newcomer should do if they come to Spoleto Festival USA is attend a lot of events. We do 160 events in the course of 17 days and I think that what it is is sort of like going to a spa where you do more exercise than you might typically do during the course of the year. You go to an arts festival and you go to more events than you would typically in any week or any day. So the day begins uh, for uh, I think many of our uh, audience members at 11 o'clock with a wonderful chamber music concert. And I think that going to a chamber music concert at 11 changes the day, changes yeah. also the concert, because there you are having this wonderful music, and then the whole day is ahead of you when you leave the theater at 12.15. At, at so I, th I think that's part of it. Part of it also is sort of to walk slowly through Charleston and enjoy Charleston itself, which I think is a work of art. I mean, it's just such a beautiful city. And as you walk slowly through it, you see things that you, even if you know Charleston well, you see new things each time. And that, I think, is, is a reward itself. And then you go off to another performance, and whether it's an opera, whether it's a ballet, or whether it's theater, or what have you, or, or go to a piccolo event. I think it's this kind of accumulating experiences. And so each says something that somehow um, responds to what you've already seen or what you're about to see, and, and it makes each experience slightly different. It might be interesting <laughs> for a newcomer to find out also about the background of the festival, uh, how you personally became involved with it and how it came to be in the first place. Well, I, I became involved in the festival in Italy, which was the progenitor of Spoleto Festival USA. Uh, the Festival of Two Worlds was founded in Spoleto, Italy in 1958 by Giancarlo Minotti, who was, of course, the Pulitzer Prize winning composer, uh, who was Italian but had been trained musically in America. He'd gone to Curtis Institute and wanted to show Italians what was going on in the rest of the world because at that time Italy was quite poor. I went to Spoleto for the first time to work in 1969. Uh, some years ago. You were just a child. I, was, I actually was. It was, I, I was. it was after my freshman year in college, and I spoke Italian, so I was an interpreter. And then I thought that it was a one-time event, but they asked me to come back the following year. And in fact, I, I worked there for five years. And by the, the end of the second or third year, I can't remember exactly which, I decided I wanted to run it that this was the most wonderful way to see performances. I was always interested in, in opera and in chamber music and dance and so on, but it, the, the, just having so many events happen one after another made each of them richer for me, and I just remember feeling that this was the best way, in fact, 
I'm as happy as I'd ever been in my life. So um, in 1977, the festival started here in, in Charleston. I was not involved at that time, but I saw that it was coming, and I thought, you know, at some point I'd love to be involved. And 10 years later, I, I became the general manager. You've given us a good overview of uh, an approach for a newcomer. Uh, get specific now about the many different kinds of things, because one of the things that's distinctive to me about the festival is how eclectic it is. It really is, and what we want to do is to have a very, very broad range. So we opened this year's festival with a preview, well, a preview performance of by Dee Dee Bridgewater, who we, we thought was going to be a, a jazz singer. She turned out to be a sort of to reprise the 60s because you know she, I mean the wonderful thing about artists is they change and they evolve and they sort of think about new things and she was very excited about doing this program we also had a preview performance of uh, Waiting for Godot which uh, the Druid Theatre which is one of the great theatre companies in the world um, did in the Dock Street Theatre and those two events could not be more different uh, over the last few days we've um, uh, had Eugene Onegin open in the Gilliard Auditorium and this is a I mean, one of the great romantic operas, I mean, with just glorious music. And we have the best cast. I'm really thrilled with the cast this year. And then in uh, the Dock Street Theatre, we opened with Farnace, uh, which is an opera by Vivaldi. And most of us know Vivaldi as you know, the composer of the Four Seasons. We don't really think of him as an opera composer, but he composed well over 40 operas in his lifetime, was perhaps the most successful opera composer in Venice in the early part of the 18th century. And this particular opera, Fardace, which is having its American premiere, was uh, given five or six different productions during Vivaldi's lifetime, which was very, very unusual. And it's filled with beautiful arias. The, the, um, the, the plot is a little, <laughs> little odd, but um, you know, it, it's, the music is just glorious. And then uh, today, actually, um, we're opening Quartet, which is an opera by Luca Francesconi, which involves pre-recorded music as well as live music, and is based on a Heiner Miller play, which in turn was based on Liaison Dangereuse. It's a, you know, it's a sort of a rather nasty story in some ways. And these three operas are so different. In, in the Gilliard last night, Maria Pajes and her company uh, had, did a really terrific flamenco performance. And at the same time, we had uh, um, Hongi Wang and Sebastian Ramirez doing a piece in the Satili call, uh, called Monchichi, and which couldn't have been more different. And they were both fabulous. Now, I, I also, um, last night we also had a number of performances of Murmurs by Aurelia Thierry, who is a, who, who has the most interesting background. She's, um, her great-grandfather was, of all people, Eugene O'Neill. Oh and her grandfather was Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> and um, she is a performer who, in this case, doesn't speak. Um, she, it, it's a, and it's, it's not mime, it's, but it's a, a kind of a theater, a dream theater, I think. I mean, she, uh, the murmurs come from walls, and, and, uh, and there are various walls, various, you know, you, you can create your own narrative for her piece. And then finally, another piece that was on uh, yesterday was called Angel. And it's about a Kurdish woman who became a sharpshooter during the Syrian civil war. And I, I have not seen it yet. I'm seeing it a little later. But the um, people said that they wept at the end of it. You know, you've 
done a beautiful job of giving us a real sense of the versatility, the, uh, the uh, eclecticism that the festival has. Uh, and also you've sort of captured uh, an element of it that I especially appreciate. Uh, three and a half hour drive from where I live in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and I feel like I've come to Europe or that I'm seeing artists from all over the world uh, gather in this particular city. It's really an amazing feat to bring all these artists together. And I think that, it, I mean, it's not only a, I mean, it's not only logistical, it also becomes something that, um, it, it, it very reinforcing. So the director of, of, um, of our production of Eugene Onegin is Chinese, and we had a, a, a fairly large contingent of people in the arts who came from China to, to, to look at it. Um, we, um, uh, last night there was a little celebration for some of the artists, and w w the woman who is uh, performing in Angel, whose name is um, Avital Lvova, uh, ran into uh, Hongji Wang, uh, who's with Wang Ramirez, and they hadn't seen each other in nine years and had met in Berlin and now are seeing each other in Charleston and had no idea that the other was there and they just sort of ran into each other. Uh, I, I was uh, John Full James, who's the director of um, the uh, director of opera for the Royal Opera House of Covent Garden, uh, was at this event last night and he was going on about uh, the the uh, casts of uh, Eugenio Nyegan and uh, Farnace. And, you know, so, I mean, it's a crossroads where people come from different places and see each other, and it, it becomes a very international and you know, celebratory event. I had one of those experiences last night at the performance of Farnace that I saw, where somebody uh, walked down the aisle to great applause from some of the audience members, and I gathered that he was a performer in some other event that, that they had seen earlier. Oh, ah, uh, yeah, that also is something that, that actually the performers love because you know, th th there is this sense of community and people stop them on the street and say, oh, you know, I really loved what you did last night. Or, I mean, there's this sense that you are being celebrated for the, the um, performance you've given also when you're off stage and people are here for a short enough time so that it's charming rather than grueling. <laughs> One of my favorite experiences, too, is uh, watching the musicians of the Spoleto Festival USA Orchestra uh, carrying their, music, the, their instruments around. You, you know, and, recognize them after a few days. Exactly. And one of the things that gives the festival a, a fair sense of youth is that orchestra. We, our orchestra is made up of, this year, about 85 musicians who are auditioned around the country. Um, some musicians come back for as many as three years. But for the most part, we try to keep rotating uh, these uh, positions so that um, the majority of the orchestra is relatively new to the festival and they come together only for the festival. They're young musicians who've just left conservatory and American musical education has become, on a professional level, is second to none. It's really fabulous. And these, again, as I mentioned before, we're doing a lush romantic opera in the Gilliard. We're doing this uh, you know, rather difficult opera in Memminger, very much a contemporary piece, and then a Baroque work in, uh, in the Dock Street. And somehow we found musicians who can master all of these, uh, these, these rather different performance techniques. I mean, you know, Baroque now requires a, a different sense of playing than it, than one would use for, for doing a romantic piece like Eugene Onegin.
To wrap up, I'd like to ask you about this city, which has uh, provided such a perfect locale for this festival for more than 40 years now. And uh, Charleston, of course, the architecture is famous, the churches, uh, the restaurants uh, go without mention. Is there something about Charleston that you especially and personally look forward to when you come back for the festival each year? Well, I, I was, um, we're, we're doing a piece called uh, Slow Dancing in Marion Square, which is these three screens on which are projected images of dancers who are doing these five-second solos that are then slowed down to 10 minutes. And so there are these huge, iconic figures that are defy gravity and so on. And the, the artist who created it is David Baikalek. And he uh, was here for the opening last night. And I drove him around town afterwards. And he'd not been to Charleston before. And he immediately understood why the festival is here because this is such a beautiful place it's it's such a a, a place that rewards just exploring and what i find in every year when i come to charleston for the festival is that this city is the best city in america for a festival of any sort and certainly for a festival like spoleto festival usa my guest has been Nigel Redden, General Director of the Spoleto Festival USA in Charleston, which runs through June 11th. You can get complete details about the current season at SpoletoUSA.org. Nigel, thanks again for talking to me. It was a real pleasure. I'm Frank Dominguez. I'll talk to you again on the next WDAV Dispatch from Spoleto. Thanks for joining us for another WDAV Dispatch from Spoleto, presented by WDAV, Classical Public Radio, and powered by Ortho Carolina. Subscribe to this podcast at wdav.org forward slash subscribe and follow us on Facebook for classical music news, humor, and programming updates. WDAV is a service of Davidson College, supported by listeners like you. You can find us on the radio at 89.9 FM, streaming at wdav.org, or on our mobile app available at iTunes and Google Play.